the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Inspiration. I can do anything. Education. Let's do this. And application. Oh boy, this is going to be good. Welcome to Like It Matters Radio. Keeping us out of the water hazard with some truth therapy. And teeing up solutions for today's big issues. Here's your life caddy, Mr. Scott B. Black. Welcome to my world. I am Mr. Black. You are you. And the time is now for Like It Matters Radio. Radio, Like It Matters. Three outcomes. Inspiration, education, and application. And by education, let me remind you, we do not mean the uh, mere learning of facts and figures so we can... uh, uh, well, Alex Trebek is no longer alive, but so we could have impressed Alex Trebek on a show called Jeopardy. But learning, uh, education, if you will, uh, what we're using is Einstein's definition, the ability to train our mind to think. And man, are you watching the news? Are you on social media? Uh, wow. What world are we living in? What are people smoking? Uh <laughs> What it's bizarro world, right? Bizarro America, bizarro world, uh, and confusion. Confusion is the number one weapon formed against us. Whether you're talking about as a follower of God, the devil loves to confuse us uh, because when we're confused, we don't speak out for the word uh, with the word. We don't uh, stand up for Christ. Uh, we don't uh, take the truth and isolate the lies that are being pushed off as the truth. When we're confused, we become worthless, feckless. We become ineffective. We start living our life good enough. It's called survival mode. And so for those of you that are children of God, the entire purpose of the enemy is to destroy your blessings, uh, to take away God's glory. And he does that through his believers, through making them confused. And then we have an American system, uh, media that's now state-run media, that is assisting with all this confusion. Because when people are confused, they're willing to give up their freedoms. When people are confused and afraid, they're willing to give up their rights. When people are confused and afraid, they'll do things that years later, people ask, how could you guys have ever done something like that? You know, my mom's full-blooded German. My mom's passed on now. She's with the Lord, I pray. But about two years ago, I buried my mom and my dad. And my mom uh, was full-blooded German. She came from Germany as a child um, after World War II. And, uh, you know, she would tell me stories before she uh, got a chance to go back to the, quote, motherland. And she said people would ask, How? How? How did the people of Germany allow Hitler to slaughter millions of people? What were the people of Germany thinking? And my mom never liked to discuss that. But I've done a lot of research, a lot of study, because it's about confusion. Uh, It's about fear. 
And, you know, I've been doing what I do for 30 years. You can go to likeitmatters.net to read about it. I have the most intensive two-and-a-half-day trainings around, and I walk with people. Uh, I, uh, I'm not a surface dweller. Most people in this world are snorkelers. Uh, I'm a scuba diver. I go deep. I, I don't dwell on the surface. I'm not interested in small talk. I'm not interested in how the Cowboys are doing. I'm not interested in what the weather's like in Dallas or Minneapolis. Uh, I go deep with people. To me, it's all about relations. And uh, if you can't be honest and truthful and uh, forthcoming, uh, then what type of relationship do you have? And one thing I've learned is I've walked intimately in depth with tens of thousands of people is that we have pain. We have pain. And one thing I learned a long time ago are what I call HR 101s. Because I've worked with so many people at such a deep level, I have a pretty good pool a base to pull from. And so one thing I learned is not only do we, most of us have intense pain, but we all have pain. And one thing I learned that hurting people hurt people. It's a universal law. It's technically a proverb, if you will. Hurting people hurt people. And pain has degrees. You know, when I go to the chiropractor, uh, my chiropractor will have me sign in on the computer and they'll ask me what my problem situation or highlight a certain area. They have the whole body identified. And then they'll ask the question on a scale of 1 to 10, where is your pain? Anybody know what I'm talking about? Where is your pain? Well, in that area, it's a 2. You know, 1 being non-existent and 10 being uh, ready to cut something off, right? And so whether well, it's a 4, it's a 3, it's an 8. I don't think I've ever been to a 10 because if I was at a 10, I should probably be in an emergency room. Got my point? And so today, we're going to talk about the three H's of sorrow and despair. Because those are levels of pain. You got to understand that. And one of the key questions in life we got to figure out as leaders is what do we do with our pain? What do we do with our disappointment? Because, again, disappointment is on that continuum called pain. It's just to a lesser degree. And sorrow is on that continuum of pain. Maybe sorrow is a six or a seven. But despair, oh, despair is like a nine or a ten. And so sorrow, right, etymologically, right? I want to I teach you how to think. I want to teach you how to constructively think. I want to thank you how uh, teach you how to be uh, able to process a logical argument. See, you and I don't need to agree, but the Bible tells us to have a reason for the hope that we have, to have, have a reason for what we believe. You should be able to, without yelling, without saying F Trump, without calling me a Nazi, we should all be able to explain clearly why we believe what we believe. It's called debate. It's called discussion. It's called communication. And communication is the foundation for all relationships, both business and personal. And yet there's no more communication. There's yelling matches. There's censorship. There's state-run media pushing a narrative. And if you don't like something I say on Facebook, then you block me, ban me, or want to destroy my business, want to pretend like I'm Mike Lindell, and you want to rid the world of me and my pillows. So we got to take a look at this because it is destroying our families. It is destroying our country. 
Uh, it is destroying our relationships. So sorrow is a feeling of deep distress caused by loss, disappointment, or other misfortune suffered by oneself or others. It is deep distress, sadness, or regret, especially for the loss of someone or something loved. To feel deep sadness. So I want you to notice in sorrows, it goes to deep. I keep seeing this as three different definitions from three different sources, a feeling of deep distress, deep distress, deep sadness, deep mental pain. See, sorrow and despair are on an intensity spectrum. One is a feeling. But when that feeling becomes so permanent, so prevalent, that it becomes a state of mind, that's what we call despair. See, despair is the complete loss or absence of hope. To lose or be without hope. Despair, desperation, despondency, discouragement, hopelessness. They all refer to a state of mind caused by circumstances that seem too much to cope with. Despair suggests a total loss of hope, which may be passive or may drive one to furious efforts, even if at random. In the depths of despair, courage can be born of despair. See, feelings are nouns, but love is the antithesis. Love is what we need. And today, not only are we going to uncover the problem, not only am I going to diagnose for you what the problem is and the symptoms, but unless we're going to offer solutions, then it really doesn't matter. Because everybody's complaining. Everybody's got a, a chip on their shoulder. Everybody's got an argument or something they're behind. But what about solutions? What about an opportunity to do something different? Why? Because hope has a future address. Because hope is forward thinking and forward looking. And today on Like It Matters Radio, I want to give you some hope. So I'm Mr. Black. We'll be right back. Between the stimulus and the response, there is a space, and in that space is your power, your freedom. Dr. Viktor Frankl. In this unprecedented time of pandemics and confusion, our daily choices matter more, and they are more consequential. Times of challenge and opportunities require another set of eyes, a deeper understanding, a bigger picture, so we can live a life of purpose and passion like it matters. Mr. Black is excited to announce the release of his newest book, Way of the Warrior, a daily devotional, bringing hope and encouragement to be all that you were created to be. Each day, Mr. Black shares with you guidance from above that is educational, inspirational, and applicational. Access Mr. Black each day as he continues to help you raise your bar and become all you were created to be. Way of the Warrior Daily Devotional is now available in ebook and hardcover at likeitmatters.net. Regain and retain your power and your freedom. Order Way of the Warrior Daily Devotional and let God be your guide and Mr. Black your life caddy. Order today at likeitmatters.net. Cool voiceover. Zany sound effect. Okay, we were going to write a flashy promo about streaming us on Radio.com. But considering how easy it is to do, we'll just keep it simple, too. Listen to Freedom 1570 on the Radio.com app. 
Now's the time to start thinking about your spring home improvement projects. Sandow Construction can give your home curb appeal with new siding. Sandow Construction is celebrating 30 years with a special offer. No interest on your project paid in full within 18 months. Minimum $5,000 purchase. Visit SandowInc.com for details. That's S-A-N-D-A-U-Inc.com. Call 888-534-6898 for details about credit costs and terms. For new accounts, the APR for purchase is 28.99% subject to credit approval. Join the Insider Fan Club today, and you can win a copy of our April Regnery Book of the Month, The Enemy Within, How a Totalitarian Movement is Destroying America, written by David Horowitz. Sign up at freedom1570.com. This is Scott Black of Like It Matters. As many of you know, I have been helping people to be the best they were created to be. COVID-19 has accelerated changes that I have been considering for some time now. Many more people need to receive the benefits of Leadership Awakening. Mental health in our communities is a real issue. We recently received our 501c3 nonprofit status with the emphasis of creating and delivering, taking back your power and your freedom to the least among us struggling with mental health issues. Please help us help others. You can save a marriage, save a business, or a life by supporting Like It Matters with your tax-deductible gifts. All gifts are needed, large, small, and everything in between. Please consider becoming a monthly partner at likeitmatters.net. Give today at likeitmatters.net. And by the way, Like It Matters Leadership Awakening classes will continue. Check out the schedule at likeitmatters.net as we build our training for those suffering from the challenges of poor mental health. God bless you. Welcome back to Like It Matters Radio. Radio, Like It Matters, inspiration, education, and application. Today on Like It Matters Radio, we're talking about the three H's of sorrow and despair. I love a pattern, and I want you to think about it. Uh, Sorrow and despair basically makes this statement. I'm in pain. In other words, they're hurting. I can't do anything about it. That's when they feel helpless. And nothing will be different tomorrow. There's no relief. That's called hopeless. See, those are the three H's of sorrow and despair. Hurting, helpless, and hopeless. And when that happens, people will do some weird things. When there's no hope, then there's nothing to lose. I I used to tell example that, you know, uh, uh, can you understand how someone in the inner city could kill someone for five bucks, and people go, oh, my gosh, or, or a dollar. People go, no, no way. And then I would say, I can. Now, when I say I can understand it, I'm not saying I agree with it. I'm not saying I condone it. I'm not saying it's okay. I'm not saying whatever they do is justified. I think they should be thrown in jail, and the, the book should be thrown at them. If you take a life, an eye for an eye, absolutely. What I'm saying is can you understand it? And see, I'm going to suggest today, and I'm going to go through them in detail in segment four, that there's a remedy to what's going on with all the sorrow and despair. There's a remedy for what's going on with all the hurting people, all the feelings of helplessness and hopelessness. And that remedy is muge. It's muge. No, I didn't say huge. I said muge, M-U-G-E. The remedy is what seems to be so lacking in the world today in America today, in our families today, 
in our hearts today, in our heads today. The remedy is called mercy. It's called understanding. It's called grace. And it's called empathy. Huge. Mercy, understanding, grace, and empathy. And it seems like we're starving for all those. And so you got to understand that the three H's of sorrow and despair are hurting, helpless, and hopeless. So let's go through those three H's. And by the way, you got to realize that feelings are nothing more than a chemical response. Our body releases 63 known chemicals. And those chemicals make us feel. And there are three distinct things that make us release the chemicals that we release. And the number one, just to let you know, is what you're thinking about. Your thoughts. Remember, we have thirty to 60,000 thoughts per day. And then a lot of you watch eight hours of CNN, of MSNBC, and you're fed a whole diet of fear, a whole cornucopia of panic of fear. Of course, unless they're talking about Joe Biden or any government right now with the Democrats control all government, they control the media. So now we have state-run media. We have a narrative that's being fed. We're being programmed to run in fear. Why else would people in cars by themselves wear a mask? Why are people walking out in the open country with no one around them wearing a mask? It's just stunning. In Texas, we released the, we lifted the test, uh, the mask mandate. And yet there's not but two businesses I've walked in since it's been lifted that I didn't have to wear a mask. I hate masks. It, you're breathing in your garbage. You know, our carbon dioxide is waste. And when we wear a mask all the time, you might as well pee in a cup and drink it. It's not Waterworld. Remember that Waterworld? <laughs> if you don't know what I'm talking about, Google Waterworld, the movie. You'll know what I'm talking about. I mean, what do you think your urine is? It's waste. What do you think your fecal matter is? It's waste. What do you think carbon dioxide is? It's waste. And so people are running around with this mask. I see people at the gym with a mask on. And you're exhaling. And you're exhaling carbon dioxide, which then you're right inhaling back in, which creates a higher level of acidity in your body, which creates a basis for all things, especially cancer, to grow. Cancer needs an acidic environment. It affects your mood. It affects everything. When you don't get oxygen, don't you know what happens? Stunning. But what happens is the three H's, hurting, helpless, hopeless. And when that happens, we grab a hold of anything. It's the person that is drowning. The person is drowning that grabs a hold of anything they can to survive. Look up the stats that how many people get killed jumping in the water wanting to save someone from drowning because that person in a panic brings the other person down with them. And so you got to understand there's a lot of pain out there. I walk in people's pain. And hurting people hurt people. But I want you to know it doesn't have to be that way. We can change it. And the way we do that is through love. Now, I'm not talking about soft, feely, uh, good-feeling thing. I'm not talking about amorous. Uh, I'm not talking about anything like that. I'm talking about a verb. See, the words sorrow and despair are feelings. They're nouns. But the word love is not a feeling. It is a verb. It's an action word. And what I do, just let you know, I'm a living proof of it. What I do, 
Most of what I do in my daily life, I don't get paid to do. That's why we have a 501c3. We'd love for your donations. We could sure use them. Go to likeitmatters.net, likeitmatters.net, and there's a funding page there. We need your help. Why? Because I send out every day, seven days a week, 365 days a year, wayofwarrior.blog, wayofwarrior.blog. Don't get paid for that. Send out scripture all over the world, to Africa, to India, to China, uh, to all over these great states of ours. I do this radio show. I don't get paid any news radio show. Matter of fact, I pay Salem and Minneapolis to do this radio show. And now we're working to get syndicated, go out there in other shows where I'm not paying them to carry them because people need this radio show. There's a lot of helplessness, a lot of hopelessness. That's the definition of depression. And depression before the pandemic, 50 million Americans were struggling with it. Now I can tell you it's over 100 million. Divorce, spousal abuse, child abuse, abuse of drugs, abuse of prescription medication, abuse of alcohol, all going through the roof. And if less I can get in people's ear and teach them what they're doing so they can do something different, we're in big trouble, mister. Then I do counseling, coaching. I pastor people. Whether they have money or not, I believe in seeing a need and meeting need. Leadership Awakening are two-and-a-half-day intensives that you can read about at likeitmatters.net. It's a $2,000 class. But those that can pay do and those that don't, I take care of. God told me a long time ago, never let money be a reason why you help somebody. And then we donate our time, talents, and treasures. You know, we got some ministries all over the world we support. Uh, Kawuki Mubaraka in Uganda with Starline Ministries. We support them. We help them every month, every day. I text some scripture. Mudalamin, he's 16 years old in, in Gambia. He lost his mother and dad two years ago. And a 16-year-old boy raising his brother, Malang, 14, his sister, Lisa, 8, we're funding them, keeping them alive, and working to get him back in school. Ivan Katangole with Faith Child Care Ministries in Uganda. Uh, Mercy Children Care with Michael Bubuele in Uganda. Richard Bienami, uh, our scientist in India, who the government has forced him for a year not to be able to work. A 65-year-old man who can't work. James Mullen, who used to be there in Minneapolis with Christ Satisfies Ministry. He works with prisons, worked with pimps, worked with prostitutes. I call him the PPP guy. Prison, pimps, and prostitutes. That's what James Mullins at Christ Satisfies Ministry does. And by the way, he needs your money. He's in Brandon, Florida, and I left Minneapolis, you uh, Minnesotans. ChristSatisfies.org. ChristSatisfies.org. Help Jim out. He could use your money. So what you got to realize is there's a lot of pain out there. And the difference between successful people and unsuccessful people, the difference between those that live their life for themselves and those who help others live a better life is that thing called pain. What do you do with pain? Are you willing to walk in other people's pain? Are you willing to help people process their pain? Not erase it, not pretend it doesn't exist because it's part of life. Pain is a great motivator because when things hurt, we do something different. It gets our attention. Look at during Jesus' time. There was a disease that would numb the nerves, that would kill the nerves. And then what would happen is you'd cut your foot open. You wouldn't know it because you can't feel it. And then you'd get gangrene. And you had to walk down the street saying, dirty, dirty, dirty. No one was loud within even close. You think six feet is bad right now. We're, we're separating six feet. Try about 20 feet. See, John MacArthur put it best. He said, you can exercise and sustain personal leadership only to the extent of your capacity to bear pain. If you can't bear your own pain, then you can't really lead. 
If you can respond to and bear only the pain of your family, then your family represents the full scope of your leadership potential. If, however, by God's grace, you can recognize and bear the pain of those around you, then the breadth of your leadership potential is limited only by the scope of your burden and capacity. Henry Wadsworth Longfellow put it this way, Believe me, every man has a secret sorrow, which the world knows not, and oftentimes we call a man cold when he is only sad and hurting. There's a proverb out there. Pain creates a chasm for joy to fill. C.S. Lewis put it this way, getting over a painful experience is much like crossing monkey bars. You have to let go at some point in order to move forward. And that's the key. We don't let go anymore. We keep a record wrong. We keep a pound of flesh. And that's why it's getting worse and worse. Whether you're talking about the mass shootings in Atlanta, the mass shootings in Boulder, Colorado, and then the media, and then the Democrats want to use it to turn it, to attack to turn people against each other, to make it about white supremacy, to make it about all this other stuff that has nothing to do with it. What to do with pain? We've got to use it as a re- we, a lot of people use it as a reason to hurt other people. We're going to talk about the drama triangle day, the persecutor, the victim, and the rescue roles, all driven by pain. But we can consciously make the choice to do something different, and we can take our pain to help other people who are going through their pain. So I'm Mr. Black. Today we're talking about the three H's of sorrow and despair, and we'll be right back. All things ain't what they used to be now. Where did all the blue skies go? Poison is the wind that What can you do in 48 hours that changes your life? Like It Matters Leadership Awakening. Listen to this 22-year law enforcement veteran with PTSD compare Leadership Awakening to other training he's received. You focus on the individual. I think you kind of answered the why question, whereas a lot of the other programs that are out there, I don't want to say they put a Band-Aid on it, but they don't do a very good job of going into the why. And, you know, why am I doing this? Why is my brain uh, revert back to the images? You know, why do I get depressed? And like you said, right, it's a choice. 48 hours. Give Mr. Black and Leadership Awakening just 48 hours, and it will change the course of your life. Go to likeitmatters.net and click on Schedule for Leadership Awakening near you. That's likeitmatters.net. Just click on Schedule. Leadership Awakening, where 48 hours will change your life. Ever notice how many mattress stores there are? How do you choose? If you want a great price and excellent service, America's Mattress in Apple Valley's got your six with their grand opening event. They have a wide selection of recognizable brands like Serta and Beautyrest, and it's all backed up with their no-fee, risk-free guarantee. People are shocked at how good their prices are, with 16 brand-name mattresses under a grand in queen size to fit your budget. Check out their Google reviews and experience the difference at America's Mattress. Are you the principal or leader of a Christian or Catholic school? Would you like to fill the empty seats in your classrooms for no cash out of pocket? TwinCitiesTuitions.com would like to team up with you on our tuition program for first-year students. You'll be part of a marketing campaign to raise awareness about your school and gain new students for next year and beyond. Again, at no cash investment for your school. Get details by logging on to TwinCitiesTuitions.com. That's TwinCitiesTuitions.com. 
This is Scott Black of Like It Matters. As many of you know, I have been helping people to be the best they were created to be. COVID-19 has accelerated changes that I have been considering for some time now. Many more people need to receive the benefits of Leadership Awakening. Mental health in our communities is a real issue. We recently received our 501c3 nonprofit status with the emphasis of creating and delivering, taking back your power and your freedom to the least among us struggling with mental health issues. Please help us help others. You can save a marriage, save a business, or a life by supporting Like It Matters with your tax-deductible gifts. All gifts are needed, large, small, and everything in between. Please consider becoming a monthly partner at likeitmatters.net. Give today at likeitmatters.net. And by the way, Like It Matters Leadership Awakening classes will continue. Check out the schedule at likeitmatters.net as we build our training for those suffering from the challenges of poor mental health. God bless you. Welcome back to Like It Matters Radio. Radio, Like It Matters, inspiration, education, and application. I am your blessed radio host, your radio life caddy, and you can call me Mr. Black. If you miss any of this radio show, please uh, go to likeitmattersradio.com, likeitmattersradio.com. And if you're listening in a city that has a uh, talk radio show, that has a Christian talk radio show, uh, man, call them up and tell them that you need... Like It Matters Radio. Uh, We are looking to fill unpaid slots on radio stations around the country. Uh, Boy, the battle is in the mind. Uh, And in America, we are losing the battle. Uh, We are losing our homes. We are losing our businesses. We are losing our hope. We are losing our national pride. We are losing our country. And it's time to step up, people. It's time to step up. Remember the saying, I think it was Bonhoeffer said, you know, uh, uh, they came for the trade unionists, but I wasn't a trade unionist, so I said nothing. They came for the Jews, but I wasn't a Jew, I said nothing. Then they came for the blah, 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 right? And then they came for me. There was nobody left to defend me. And man, I'm telling you, in America, we are living those words. And it really is about fear. Uh, Nothing personal. I don't care if you like Joe Biden or not, but let's be honest. Joe Biden's running mate was not Kamala Harris. Joe Biden's running mate was fear. That was what he got elected on, fear. You had to be so afraid and think orange man bad and Republicans evil and white people the devil uh, to vote for a man who doesn't share your beliefs, who's been in office for 50 years sucking off the corporate you-know-what and just living off Americans and became a millionaire, multi-millionaire, as an elected official. But sure, poor little Joe, right? Poor little Joe. Boy, he's a good con man. Fear. His running mate was coronavirus. And as long as he could get everybody afraid that they would take an injection that they don't know anything about, that's not even a vaccine, that's a, uh, uh, it, it's a therapy. It's kind of like taking a, a shot of chemotherapy for cancer you don't have yet. That's basically what you're doing when you get this shot, but, you know, to each their own. But this is how much fear. Fear will make you do a lot of strange things. Remember after September 11th? Uh, you know, that fear, boy, we gave up a lot of our freedoms. Why do you think there's troops in America, National Guard troops? Why do you think there's still things walled off in D.C.? They've got to keep you afraid because the bad Republicans, the bad white people are going to storm the Capitol and they're going to take over this country. Wow. Really? That fear. Remember the famous philosopher Yoda? Fear leads to anger. Anger leads to hate. Hate leads to suffering. 
And even though Yoda is not real, that statement is almost biblical. Not exactly, but almost biblical. See, fear is a normal part of being human. It's an evolutionary process as natural to us as eating or sleeping. And God gave us fear for a reason. It activates things in our body, the fight or flight mechanism. It keeps us alive. If you're walking down a dark alley at 2 in the morning with your family, it is fear that will keep you on edge to defend against life and liberty. So you got to know this. Fear has plenty of value from a, quote, survival standpoint. When we sense danger, we avoid it, thus keeping ourselves in line, right? Keeping ourselves alive, keeping ourselves in line. And by the way, according to psychiatric reference books, there are approximately, ready for this, 2,000, 2,000,300 classified fears. Isn't that amazing? But here's the problem. Fear sometimes manifests itself in a more direct and unhealthy way. When a person's fear of a particular thing grows out of control, they experience anxiety. And so uh, I saw this article a couple years back, four obscure phobias that people actually have, but they sound stupid, right? Uh, Trypophobia. Trypophobia means a fear of small clustered holes or bumps. Yep. Think honeycombs, strawberries, lotus seed pods. Shapes typically make a trypophobic person feel disgusted or anxious, right? Kind of what I see when I watch the news. I haven't watched the news for more than five minutes since November 5th, just so you know, two days after the election when I saw that it was it was thrown, when I saw that it was stolen. I couldn't watch the news anymore. It's just I, I just can't believe that more Americans aren't outraged, even if their guy won. And while American Psychological Association doesn't officially recognize trypophobia in its manual of mental illness, it is a real condition. Here's the thing. What causes this phobia? They don't know. They don't know. And the sad part is when you don't know, you can't do something about it. But there are other fears affecting this country that we do know where they're coming from. Here's another one. How about triskaidekaphobia, Right. Triskaidekaphobia, you know what it is? The fear of the number 13, right? Think about it. That's what 13 is. Triskaidekaphobia, that's the Greek for 13. And phobia is fear of, right? Researchers, again, are not sure. Some people think it's a superstition. Uh, We don't know. But researchers don't know where it comes from. We do know the number 13 has a rich history in numerology. But to be defined as a phobia, the object must create significant distress or anxiety in the patient. Isn't that amazing? How about arachibutophobia? Arachibutophobia. That is so hard to say. But you know, as scary as it sounds, you know what it is? Getting peanut butter stuck to the roof of your mouth. Seriously. Another one of those phobias that people have a hard time believing, but it's there. I don't know why. And what's so nerve-wracking and peanut butter stuck to the top of your mouth? I don't know. And again, researchers believe, listen to this, because this is what a lot of them come down to. Researchers believe that this phobia is tied to some type of past trauma. And I'm going to tell you right now, 99.9, I'm using that figure loosely. I haven't done research. 99.9% of all traumas, phobias, fears are exactly that, tied to some type of past trauma. And this is the last one, the fourth one, optophobia. 
The fear of opening one's eyes. This is cool. This is not in a metaphorical sense. Those with optophobia literally get anxious about viewing things through their own eyes. Just stunning. Depending on the person, the severity of the condition, this could be fear of viewing specific things. I, I've got optophobia about people getting their heads cut off or, or gross blood stuff. I just don't do it. Again, researchers believe this phobia is tied to specific trauma from the past. But I want you to know, America is absolutely dealing with a metaphorical optophobia, the fear of opening one's eyes we don't want to admit. And there are lots of other fears out there. I've discovered two more fears that are uh, being created right now that we're being conditioned for. Anglo, well, how do I call this? Anglo-testosterophobia. You know that, right? Anglo-testosterophobia. You know that one. The media is pushing this, right? With all the mass uh, shootings of all these white people attacking other non-white people, it's not what's going on at all. But that's what the media is wanting to tell you is going on. Anglo-testerophobia is the fear of white men. Or how about this last little ex-boy, the media, for four years? Four years, 24-7, MSNBC, CNN, really created Naranya testerophobia, right? Naranya testerophobia, right? That's the fear of the orange man. <laughs> Now, just to let you know, I just made up those last two fears. I don't know if those are real fears or not, but it seems to be that way. Now, why does that matter? Because we are conditioned. You got to get this. Look, look up little Alfred if you don't know what I'm talking about. See, unlearning requires more than just rewiring our brains. We are only born with two natural fears. Just to let you know, two innate fears. That's all we got. The fear of loud noises and the fear of falling. That's why if you look up little Alfred, what happened, little Alfred was like an 11-month-old boy. Uh, and what they did uh, uh, during Pavlov's time is they did a conditioning test with him. As I've, I've talked about this on my show. Uh, they've introduced uh, little Alfred to a little white rat. Uh, and as soon as that little white rat got close and little Alfred would stick his hand out to touch that little white rat, uh, they would hit a, a real loud with a hammer, a, a metal piece behind little Alfred's head. He'd freak out. Every time they'd introduce the little rat, they'd hit that thing behind him and he'd freak out. Remember the fear of loud noises and it's innate fear. And what happened after seven or eight times, any time the rat was introduced by itself, the baby would start screaming and crying. Matter of fact, not just the white rat, but white things, a white dog, a white thing. And that's what we're doing right now. They're getting this to where you're afraid of white people. Stunning. Isn't it amazing? Uh, America seems to be okay with racism. They just want to make sure that white people are on the bottom of it and people of color on the top. There's no problem right now today uh, being racist against white people. Racism is racism. You cannot drive out racism with racism. Dr. King said, uh, hate cannot drive out hate. Darkness cannot drive out darkness. Racism cannot drive out racism. And so we're learning all these new fears. Unlearning requires more than just rewiring our brains. We have to use our new knowledge to face our fears and conquer them. This is why I do the show, to bring light to the darkness. Bring light to the darkness. Interesting that psychiatrists posit that we're only born with those two fears. Every other fear is learned, and it can be unlearned. Joseph uh, Ledoux, uh, in the book uh, Mozart's Brain and the Fighter Pilot, he's a researcher. He says this quote, fear occurs before you know what you're afraid of. He's a brain researcher and said if a rat in a cage is exposed to a sound, the animal initially orients itself toward and pays attention to the sound. 
but after a few repetitions, the cat, the rat ignores it. However, the animal will respond once again if the sound is paired with an electrical shock. And after a few repetitions of the pairing of the sound and shock, the rat begins to display signs of fear whenever it hears the sound alone. It stops what it's doing, freezes in place, and the animal's only detectable movement consists of the rhythmic chest excursions that accompany breathing. In addition, the rat's fur stands on end, its blood pressure and heart rate increases, and stress hormones pour into its bloodstream. That's the chemical reaction of the body based on our feelings. In a word, the rat is now conditioned so that the sound, when presented alone, will elicit the fear response. This response is no different than what occurs when the rat encounters its natural enemy, the cat. And so he says in the book, we humans can be fear conditioned too. And that's what's going on. We're being conditioned to be afraid. We're being conditioned to hate white people. We're being conditioned to think all white people are racist and all black people are victims. You've got to get out of the passenger seat and get in the driver's seat. And that's what we do on Like It Matters Radio. And after the break, I'm going to cover the remedy because the remedy is important and it's huge. I am Mr. Black. We'll be back. And wiped our tears away, stepped in and saved. We are all in the construction business, constructing memories, relationships, new ideas, and a legacy that will outlive us. Life is best imagined as a construction project. At Like It Matters, we craft tools and teach you how to use them. Mr. Black has a bevy of tools to help you build your life into your dream. One of those tools is individual life counseling. The best analogy is a life caddy, because sometimes you just need another set of eyes. A second tool, books by Mr. Black, always opening up your mind. Third, workshops, where we teach people how they work and how to function at a higher level. And don't forget the daily radio show, Like It Matters, at 11 a.m. on Freedom 1570. Nice job. That's it for today. Wrap it up. Contact Mr. Black at mr.black at likeitmatters.net. Building a better you today. Likeitmatters.net. Helping people live their lives like they matter. That's mr.black at likeitmatters.net. Discover the tools to build your relationships, your vision, and your life. Whoa. Look at all these options. You could fill an entire warehouse with all the different ways you can stream Freedom 1570. Top shelf choices include Freedom1570.com, our free app, and Radio.com. Whenever the flu or something worse is going around, some people don't get it. They aren't just lucky. Their immune systems are better prepared. Even vaccines don't work if the immune system is weak. I'm certified clinical nutritionist Marty Whittakin. On my Healthy by Nature show, our expert guests teach you how to build immune strength naturally and feel better, more energetic. Healthy by Nature, Saturdays at 8 a.m. here on Freedom 1570. The right of the people to keep and bear arms shall not be infringed. BearingArms.com covers Second Amendment issues, self-defense, the latest gear, and more. That's BearingArms.com. When I attended the Leadership Awakening workshop, I didn't know what to expect, but I was open. The tools taught at Leadership Awakening helped me discover things about myself that were holding me back from being all God created me to be. Providential? That word coins these life-changing classes because I now realize there are works God has already created for me to walk in, and these workshops helped me to see this more clearly. I received practical insights that I am already applying to be a more focused businesswoman, influential mom to my two teenagers, an eight-and-a-half-year-old son, and patient and passionate wife. I got rid of a lot of clutter in my head. 
BS, they call it, belief systems that were not serving me. If you want to know what it means to empower others instead of trying to control them, if you want to build a productive team in two days, if you want to press the reset button in your life and give yourself a fresh new beginning, then do yourself and your family a favor and attend the next Leadership Awakening. It's time the giant in you comes alive. Leadership Awakening is coming to a location near you. Details at likeitmatters.net. That's likeitmatters.net. Welcome back to Like It Matters Radio. Radio, Like It Matters, inspiration, education, and application. Ladies and gentlemen, today on Like It Matters Radio, we're talking about something that's a pandemic in America. No, I'm not talking about the pandemic, the coronavirus, whatever's going on. It's I don't know. Someday, hopefully, we'll find out what's really going on because it's destroying a lot of people. It's destroying our kids. It's destroying millions of people are losing their businesses they've had for 20, 30 years. How many people are going to lose their homes? Uh, kids are losing their ability to connect with people. We're already uh, at, at, a, at a loss in the education level with the world, and now we're getting worse. Stunning what's going on and the consequences. Uh, and I don't know if we'll ever know the full price of uh, what some will do so a couple people can have a few more breaths on this uh, this earth. Stunning to me. But today we're talking about the three H's of sorrow and despair. And basically they're hurting, helpless, and hopeless. You know, hurting is basically people are in pain. And the helpless part is they think that they can't do anything about it. And they'll or for a dollar. Hello? Or for a dollar. Can you understand how someone hurts, you know, kills someone for a dollar? And everybody says no. Well, think about this. If the only way you're getting out of the inner city is through a casket or a police car, and there's no hope, can you understand how somebody kills someone for five bucks? I'm not saying it's okay. I'm saying we got to understand. See, Dietrich Bonhoeffer said this, there's nothing that can replace the absence of someone dear to us, and one should not even attempt to do so. One must simply hold out and endure it. At first, that sounds very hard. But at the same time, it is also a great comfort. For to the extent the emptiness truly remains unfulfilled, one remains connected to the other person through it. It is wrong to say that God fills the emptiness. God in no way fills it, but much more leaves it precisely unfilled, and that helps us preserve, even in pain, the authentic relationship. Furthermore, the more beautiful and full the remembrance is, the more difficult the separation but gratitude transformed the torment of memory into a silent joy. One bears what was lovely in the past, not as a thorn, but as a precious gift deep within, a hidden treasure of which one can always be certain. See, ideal, in NLP, we have a, a, a grief, grief therapy. And the difference between someone, let's say there's two people who've been married 60 years and both had a loss of their spouse for 60 years. One of them can't even talk about their spouse without losing it. One of them has to remove all pictures from the house because just seeing a picture of that person brings them to such a level of pain that they can't handle it. But then the other person, same thing, great relationship, 60 years together. But this person talks about their spouse all the time. And oh, their eyes sparkle. And oh, their mouth upticks and turns up with a big smile. Oh, and they get those tears. You know, tears of joy and tears of sorrow, if you put them under a microscope, have different chemicals. Remember, the body releases 63 known chemicals. But tears of sorrow and tears of joy under a microscope 
are different chemicals. So what's the difference? Why can someone look at that lost person and have joy and great memories and the other person bring them such pain? Because it's not about what happens to us. It's how we explain what happens to us. It matters on how that person has codified the experience. And that's what we got to understand. And today I want to end this series, this uh, show, if you will, on a remedy, on a prescription. What we need in America, what we need in our families, what we need in our heart, what we need in our churches, what we need in our communities is some huge. And it's a big deal. M-U-G-E. First, we need mercy. Man, do we need mercy. Mercy is not giving someone what they deserve. That's what mercy is. Boy, we are so easy to keep our pound of flesh, our record wrong. We're so ready for justice. We want to make sure everybody pays their price, right? Everybody's going to pay the price. But what about us? We don't want to pay the price when we screw up. You know, I didn't mean to do that. It was a bad day, right? Husbands and wives are good about this. A husband or wife will criticize the other person for doing something. And then when they do the same thing, oh, they go, oh, I'm sorry. I was just had a bad day. Oh, I'm, it was no big deal right? It's, it's mercy for them, but justice for the other. You know, it's this whole George Floyd thing. I'm going to tell you right now, it was a shame what happened to George Floyd. Uh, it was, it was a human travesty. But I want you to consider this. We are all George Floyd. If we were to be exposed at our lowest points, none of us would look or smell well. And I have a saying, and I say it all the time, Yet by the grace of yet but but by the grace of God there go I. You know, I've done some things I'm not proud of. How about you? I've done some things if there was policemen around me when I did them, I would have went to jail, maybe in prison. I've done a lot of things I'm not proud of. And I ask for mercy because that's not who I am. And maybe some things I did a long time ago, but that's not who I am. I don't want to pay the price. I want mercy. Understanding is the ability to walk a mile in someone else's moccasins. Understanding. That's the key of NLP. In NLP, there's something called rapport. It's an unconscious connection. It's a way to connect with people, to build trust at the unconscious level. And the way to truly understand another person is to get out of your map of reality and to step into theirs. See, understanding. If I can understand you a little bit better and you can understand me a little bit better, doesn't make sense we're in a position of a better relationship. In NLP, we, have, we call them the three perceptual positions. There are only three ways to see any situation. First position, second position, and third position. First position is through our own eyes. It's self. It's ego. We reside there. It's our default mechanism. The second position is other. That's the ability to get out of your own map of reality and to step into another person's experience. To not sit in your own experience and imagine or attempt to, I quote, identify but actually to become the other person, to walk a mile in their moccasins. That's why I follow our, our, our Lord Jesus Christ. God came down in the flesh. And while we were still sinners, God came down to demonstrate his love that while we were still sinners, he died for us on a cross. And so understanding is the ability to step into another person's experience and to put it on, to not judge, to not uh, uh, speak, look at them with disdain, but to actually become this other person to walk in their pain. And then third position is from overview. 
That's the ability to replay something back in your mind's eye, like watch a videotape of it or watch a DVD of the interaction. And each one of these positions gives us better understanding, gives us more information to make a better sound decision. Where's the understanding? The understanding that someone had a bad day, a bad year. The understanding that they're losing their home or losing their business. The understanding that even though we might not have liked everything that Trump said, that he was the most pro-Christian, the most pro-life, and the most pro-Israel president we've ever had. And so, of course, we can put up with some of the things we don't like because he defended our values. When no one else would speak up for us, he's speaking up for it. Those of us that love this country, those of us that have been under assault. So we need understanding. And then we need grace. And grace is on the other spectrum of mercy. Grace is getting what you don't deserve. Grace is me. I heard I'm actually getting one of these stimulus checks. I don't deserve that. They're just giving away free money. I'm getting something I don't deserve. I didn't earn. But boy, God knows I need it. How about you? God knows I need it. Matter of fact, we need a lot more than that. So feel free to go to likeitmatters.net and donate to our 501c3. It's tax deductible. And the last one is empathy. Empathy, again, in more detail, is walking a mile in someone else's moccasins. That's what we're lacking today. Are you willing to get out of your own map of reality? Are you willing to consider that other people have had different journeys? I can understand uh, why some black people think that everybody's out to get them. Because we have a world, we have an America that's teaching them that they are a victim. Look up the drama triangle. The drama triangle is the inverted triangle that has three points. The persecutor, the victim, and the rescuer. And what's going on is we're being played, player. The media is turning us against each other. And you got to be aware of what's going on. We're being manipulated. Look up George Go- uh, Joseph Goebbels. Look up uh, Saul Alinsky. Man, we're being played, player. That's what we do this radio show. Tune in an hour a day, Monday through Friday from 11 a.m. to 12 noon, Central Standard Time. You can listen anywhere in the world on freedom1570.com because we're bringing hope, we're bringing healing, and we're bringing help. That's what I do at Like It Matters Radio. Go to likeitmattersradio.com to listen to this show and many other archive show. You're under construction on the Like It Matters Radio Network. I am Mr. Black, helping you become more hopeful about your future, reminding you when you live your life like it matters. It does. Executive producer and my pillow founder Mike Lindell comes the hilarious new faith-based comedy Church People with a special guest appearance from Mike himself. Church People is a hilarious, heartwarming reminder that the gospel is enough. It all starts when America's youth pastor Guy Sides realizes he's stuck in the mega church marketing machine and wants to find his passion again. But when Guy attempts to get back to the heart of ministry, he is. Tune in each Saturday afternoon from 4 to 5 p.m. right here on Freedom 1570 for Garden Talk Radio. It's the Gardening with Joey and Holly radio show. Topic focused, guests from across the country, and answering your garden questions. Send your questions in now to GardenTalkRadio at gmail.com or call anytime to 1-800-927-SHOW. That's every Saturday afternoon from 4 to 5 p.m. right here on Freedom 1570. Catch the replay Sunday afternoons from 2 to 3 p.m. Want to enroll your child in Christian school this fall for half the cost? 
TwinCitiesTuitions.com is joined with area private schools to offer half-off tuition for your child's first year. At TwinCitiesTuitions.com, you'll see our partnering schools, an interactive map to find one in your area, and frequently asked questions about the program. Now more than ever, it's important for your child to have a biblical worldview. Get details about the half-off Christian tuition program at TwinCitiesTuitions.com. That's TwinCitiesTuitions.com. Bringing liberty and truth. 